The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to chat about leveraging SEO data to better understand your target market. Joining us is Lazan Kunka, who is the head of insights at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And today, Lazan and I are going to discuss why you don't really understand your target market yet. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Lazan Konka, head of insights at Search Metrics. Lazan, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for the invite. Hi. Hi, excited to finally have you on the show. Always excited to meet a member of the Search Metrics team. Let's start off with the basic blocking and tackling. I'm sure that I didn't pronounce it correctly. Say your name for the listening audience because I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> yeah, hi, everyone. I'm Lizan. Been with Search Metrics for a couple of years now. Glad to be in this podcast first. It sounds so much nicer when you say it than when I do. <laughs> yeah. Lizanne, tell everybody what you do. <laughs> I've been with Search Metrics for a couple of years now. I lead engineering teams of and we build products of which one is Search Metrics Insights. I think the one that we're going to talk about today, uh, which is basically a product to yeah use search data to understand markets, to put it simply. So you use search data to understand markets and, you know, in theory, SEOs should know who they're trying to optimize for, but that's not always the best practice. So talk to me about why most SEOs don't actually know who their target market is yet. Well, the complexity is in understanding which keywords actually belong to your market. And that's something that quite frequently we see as a blocker for 
doing the right or analyzing the right market because that's the foundation that you need to get right. And uh, I feel like there is multiple parts. You you kind of jumped right into keywords of understanding your target market, but to me, kind of keywords are the the symptom, not the cause, right? You think about, you know, getting down to the keyword level. There are other strategies that go into identifying your target market. So maybe there's more of a sort of general marketing practice of how do you think about your segmentation, audience announce before you get down into the keywords and where SEO is falling down? Exactly that. It's so important. But if you think about it, it's really hard to get that right if you don't know the keywords, because in the end, search is always about figuring out what people search for. And then you can measure all kinds of metrics. You can add in dimensions. Then you can do an audience analysis. You can extract lots of information. But you always need to know first your category, which is a whole other topic to figure out what your category is. Define that and know which keywords to add in there, because only when you get that right, you'll be aggregating the right metrics. Because else, how you're going to, for example cluster a market or look at your audience if you don't know who your users are you need to figure out who's searching for what and if it relates to your market or not so there's a chicken or the egg question here where you know you're and maybe it is a a virtuous cycle but my thought is you have to understand who your target market is before you figure out how to create content that targets specific keywords and your description of how to figure out your target market is, well, you have to look at the data that you already have and understand what keywords people are searching for. So, you know, how do you get traffic and understand what keywords, if you haven't created content or if you don't understand your audience and vice versa, if you are getting traffic, how do you understand who that is that's actually making those queries? And that's the thing. And for, all, for every data source, you kind of have to figure out uh, how to group basically users. So for example, if you just go out on the street, you can grab people and say that's your target group. But online, how are you going to do that? You don't know who those people are. So you have to find a way to identify them. And through search, that is through the keyword queries that they're making and the searches that are happening. And that's the way that you can find out who your user is. So you still have to start with something, obviously, like you have to know, for example, category, you have to know, define, for example, the products that you want to be, you know, looking at. But then the next step is always to identify then, okay, what are the keywords that are related to those products? And then that's actually a complicated task to find out, find out what that is, because it's, it's a lot and you can't just be looking at the keyword string. So let's do a little exercise here, Lisanne. I, I run a, 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 another podcast, the MarTech podcast, and we've got a website that's got a lot of content on it related to MarTech and a lot of my traffic shows up in my organic bucket, right? It's uh, SEO queries for people that are looking for the titles of our speakers or companies or some general MarTech topics. Now, how do I go about understanding who my audience is, knowing that those are my queries. There's two aspects to that. So one is understanding your audience through the queries, but the other is also understanding that the queries that you're looking at actually shows the whole market. Because you might be in a market where the queries that you're getting traffic through are not the only queries that are happening. So it's really important to get that piece right, but I think we can talk about it a bit later as well. To understand what the users are, you have two options. You do have the keyword string and you do have the results page. From both, you can extract valuable information. So for example, keyword string, there's a lot of things that you can do just using machine learning models. You can do a sentiment analysis. You can even uh, find out a little bit about the demographic of the search. 
And if you look at the SERP page, then uh, what you have there is like the best source usually is the SERP features and again, models that you run on the SERP results page to find out uh, what kind of intent is behind the query. Because the query alone doesn't give you much information. You really need to try and understand what people that are searching for a specific thing are looking for. Okay, that's really interesting. So there's two pieces of data that you're getting based on the queries. And it's not just, okay, here's the keywords that someone's searching for. You're looking at the query string, what information Google is passing based on who is conducting the query. And you're able to get a little demographic data from that. But you're also analyzing what else is on those pages to understand what what information Google is presenting to those users. So give me an example of the type of, you mentioned demographic data you can glean from the query string. What are you able to pull out from that URL? Well, one thing that you can can do is uh, you look at the keyword string and then you look at the URLs ranking for that keyword string and you check what people have been clicking on because and you know that because of what the search engines rank at the top because they know what users are looking for or naturally they rank it at the top. And this way you can pretty exactly find out what people click on and what people's intent is behind placing a certain query. So talking about some fashion pieces, for example, if you put in a summer dress, for example, you could just look at the URLs and understand, okay, what kind of URLs are ranking here? Is it, you know, maybe young girls' dresses or is it women's dresses? You know, all all these things that you can extract really show the intent of the search instead of just looking at the string, just like the plain keyword string, which is, uh, yeah, very insightful. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So you mentioned that you do a sentiment analysis. What information are you learning when you do that type of research? What do you mean by sentiment analysis? Well, sentiment analysis uh, is really interesting when you have a product that's already on the market, for example, and you do want to understand how users are reacting to your product. Because obviously, you don't, you know, you have different buying cycles of a product, and one is after the purchase. There's still engagement that's happening around your product, and it's also happening online. So, running analysis on what people are searching for related to your product can give you really good insights around the service that you can also provide for a certain product or how you can improve it further. It's a bit more of an advanced analysis, but it's worth the effort. 
to do that. And then on the flip side, outside of just looking at the query string, you're able to analyze the page results when Google is presenting other information. Talk to me about some of the things that you can learn from analyzing the actual page results. One, an obvious one would be that you can just adjust your marketing strategy. So for example, if you see that a lot of videos are ranking for a subcategory of your products, you know, it might be good to create some video content for that because people are already looking for that. You have search features like related questions where people do have a lot of questions around something that you've been offering. So you could be creating content specifically for that. Again, that combining with the sentiment analysis can be really insightful. So really leveraging all the information that Google or other search engines publicly give away from them knowing the user really well is something that we can use to build our strategy. So I understand that you can figure out the other sort of topic types on the page. You're looking at frequently asked questions, you know, maybe rich and featured snippets. Do you need a video? That seems more like an optimization tactic and less like a way that you can understand who your customer is. When you're analyzing the page, does Google give every any secrets to who they're trying to market to? with their page structure, page types, you know, what elements they're including on the page? Well, if you go into a bit more detail and you actually look at the shopping ads, for example, or you start analyzing the content, then yes, you can get some information, but it's relatively limited. I think really the the strengths of analyzing search data in the context of trying to understand your market is more about, you know, things like market size, uh, what are your competitors, also, you know, what are your consumer groups, roughly. But I think for going into more detail on the consumer, there's definitely better sources than Google. The last question that I have for you related to figuring out how to use the search queries that you're getting to understand your target market is you're going to get a lot of data that you have to aggregate, right? You can look at the results for one query and say, okay, the results for this query, here's my competitive set. The results for another query might be drastically different. So how do you figure out who your core competitive set are? What are some of the most commonly asked questions across the, you know, your user base as opposed to on a query level? And one way to use that is just through basically building clusters with rankings. So you look at keywords and you look at similar URL rankings and build clusters as long as you have a big research database. That's relatively easy to do. But it's obviously a lot of data and you need to be familiar with cluster analysis. Uh, just doing that process manually will almost always lead you to wrong uh, wrong conclusions because you're not able to manually capture the whole market or all the queries happening there. Because there are so many misspellings, proper nouns and different ways of describing the same thing. So that's a really good point that trying to do this analysis on your own can be very complicated. Talk to me about some of the tools that can help you analyze the queries that your brand is already seeing that will help you quicken the pace and be more accurate in understanding who your target market is? A research database always helps. And knowing your own queries is a really good starting point. But what you want to avoid is that you're only looking at your own data. You really want to look beyond what's the market that you're already capturing because otherwise you'd be happy about a growing market share within the space that you're already active in. But if the market's growing at a faster pace, you know, same old story, everyone knows that but it's very important to get that right. So yeah, a good research database as SEO platforms provide it. And then a way through that research database to really group keywords by intent, not just string. So not just, you know, search the entire database for bag because you'll get examples like punch bag, which is not a bag in the traditional sense of bags. 
So you, you really do want to look, go after the intent. So yeah, do look out for a tool that provides both a big enough research database and then also the ability to group by intent, not just string. I think there's two sides of the coin when you talk about understanding your target market as it relates to SEO. First off, for the SEOs that are listening to this podcast, understanding how to take the queries that you're getting and evaluate them to glean some information about your target markets, demo, geo, and also what some of their needs are. There's the flip side of the coin. You taking the search data that you're getting and helping your brand understand who the customers are as well, what you can get out of search data that just isn't understanding keyword optimization tactics, but more general insights. So that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Lizanne Konka, the head of insights at Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when Lizanne and I talk about search and gaining market insights. If you're interested in contacting Lizanne, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile or you could visit her company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.